Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. A natural gas plant will be built next to one of the world's most famous distilleries. New manufacturing brings jobs across Middle Tennessee. Plus, good eats and drinks have been opened up across the city in just the last few weeks. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Across the city, new restaurants are opening up. Uh, I would say Nashville is opening up close to, we're getting close to one restaurant per day, one new restaurant per day almost. That's what it feels like. I, I would say maybe close to 10 restaurants to 20 per, per week. month. Uh, yeah. No, not per week. I, I wish. Uh, per month in Nashville, and uh, it, it's going all over the city. Uh, we did have one closure, so we, we will be talking about that. Um, but let us know in the comments, what is your favorite neighborhood for food here in Nashville? We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to learn more about neighborhoods and maybe even the real estate market in these neighborhoods, if you are not from Nashville, you're curious about Nashville, or you're thinking about moving to Nashville, there's a YouTube channel you need to check out that's from our sponsor, Think Brad. You can find Brad at thinkbrad.com or his YouTube channel at thinkbrad. You can text Brad. If you have questions about the real estate market here in Nashville or you're curious, maybe you, you are just uh, interested in what Nashville has to offer, you can call or text Brad at 615-856-3270. His Instagram handle is on the screen as well. As well. It's Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. I'm going to struggle through that one, but you can reach them at thinkbrad.com or that number on the screen there, or you can see our sponsor page over at nashvilledailypodcast.com. Reach out to Brad if you're curious about going into any of these amazing neighborhoods here in Nashville, and all of them have growing food scenes, Then, in, and, and you're thinking Nashville, you need to be thinking Brad. Reach out to Brad at thinkbrad.com. A big question that's been on my mind recently uh, with what we're about to talk about with these new companies building distribution centers or manufacturing centers throughout Middle Tennessee, the question that came to my mind is Nashville one of the highest producing GDP per manufacturing states in the country? Do you mean Tennessee? Tennessee. Nashville is not a state. Uh, not Nashville. Ten Tennessee. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm just wondering if that's – if somebody knows that, comment below. I, um, I don't think we are. I think we still have a lot of catching up to do um, – for for manufacturing specifically, that would be very interesting because we are we're probably one of the fastest growing. Yeah. Um, do, you but think, do you think we're in the top ten of the fifty states? <sighs> that would be tough. I would say we're we're probably close, um, but I don't know. I don't. I really don't know if we're in the top ten. That's one thing I don't know about a lot of other states. Is uh, we know how Tennessee is doing, but we don't know. I don't know a lot about the manufacturing in other states yeah, compared like to Texas Tennessee or Florida. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, even Cal I know California has moved a lot of their manufacturing over to here. Yeah, but I think they still have a lot that's going on over there. So somebody uh, look up that information and let us know. I think we will have a. <laughs> I bet somebody knows off that. the top of their head. Yeah, somebody definitely knows. They're like, yeah, I'm a market researcher for X, and I know exactly that information. <laughs> All right. So according to the Nashville Business Journal, another company is coming to Middle Tennessee. And this company is now a Canadian company. Uh, they're they going probably to have always been a Canadian company. Yeah, and they're just now 
expanding into yeah, America. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Uh, they're a Canadian company, and they will invest more than twenty-nine million dollars to construct a new natural gas plant near Jack Daniel's Distillery in Lynchburg, Tennessee. When, when I first read this, I I didn't know if that was going to be a bad thing or a good thing. Um, Seems I, I like a good thing. Well, I, I didn't know at first. I didn't know if that would be very disruptive to Jack Daniels to have a, a natural gas plant there. I, I didn't know if this was going to be somewhere where it was just, I mean, cause think about it. They get their water specifically from, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the well water and the, and the groundwater and the cave water there that Jack in that area. And that from. is the key to making good Tennessee whiskey. Yes. And, and, uh, it made me nervous cause natural gas is always fracking and that could ruin water in the area. So that made me very nervous. But then, we read on and uh it, it's a very interesting process it's different than probably what you're thinking uh in a news release tc energy corp said that the facility will produce renewable natural gas with a carbon intensity score that is 50 percent lower than traditional natural gas saving up to 16,000 tons of co2 a year once operational in 2024 that's pretty quick a byproduct of the jack daniels distilling process will be broken down to generate methane gases recovered as biogas so they're not it does it sounds like they're not going to be fracking for this I, I don't think jack would allow it i don't think anybody in lynchburg would allow that well there, there's too much limestone to frack yeah so, i mean there's too much of a chance if you ruin that water like jack uh, yeah. that that's not going to be good yeah it, it's so a biogas uh upgrade plant will remove contaminants to produce pipeline quality renewable natural gas that will be directly connected to a local natural gas utility yeah. Uh, also, so it's, it's basically a byproduct of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, liquid fertilizer will also be produced in the process. It'll be processed, stored, and distributed to meet local agricultural demand. Ooh. Which so is pretty cool. Maybe some uh, feeding some cows. <laughs> maybe, maybe doing a lot. Uh, it's being developed by Three Rivers Energy Partner, which is also in uh, an owner in Lynchburg Renewable Fuels. Um, so this is, this is pretty cool. looks like 2024 is the target date for that. Um, just good to see that that's going to be a good thing that, that by, I'm guessing that byproduct wasn't really going anywhere, doing anything good. Now it can go back into the, the town of Lynchburg. All right. So now we're going to make our way up from Moore County and we're going to go up to Wilson County. Uh, I, I still think I, I should do all 95 counties in one episode. Just read them uh, off. Just read them off. Wilson. That's Wilson. Williamson. Williamson. <laughs> Rutherford. Sumner. <laughs> okay. Uh, the <laughs> list goes on and on. There's 95 counties, if you didn't know that. Uh, so this is coming from WKRN. Is that News Channel 2? I always forget the n- their number. Uh, so this is coming from them. And Tennessee Governor Bill Lee announced New Balance is going to be the latest company to build a distribution center in Wilson County, setting up shop in Lebanon, just like every other distribution center, because they don't come to Nashville because land is cheaper in Wilson County. (laughs) The development is expected to bring in more than 150 jobs with it. Which is pretty cool. So according to the Lebanon Chamber of Commerce president and CEO, uh, uh, Melanie or Melani Minter, uh, she is saying it's definitely uh, growing at the seams for all the manufacturing coming there. Uh, this is pretty cool. Um, the uh, mayor, Hutto, the Wilson County mayor, um, I think he said for a company of this size, the New Balance is expected to bring $68.5 million into the county. Wow. He said for a company of this size, it would take 220 houses, 
to generate the same tax that it gives to our county that provide uh, this, generate the same tax that gives to our county, which provides for our services. He says, so it's a pretty good plus when he lands something like this. Uh, New That's Balance crazy. is now among the handful of large distributors in Wilson County. He mentions uh, FedEx, Amazon, Geotis, Apple. Apple's out there? Apparently. Huh. Did you know that? I have no idea. I don't know. We'll have to look into that one. And uh, so that that is pretty cool that it's bringing. uh, There's another number that he cited in here. Uh, He said they have around 40,000 people in the county that leave that county every day to go to work somewhere else. So he said our goal is to provide good jobs here so it keeps people. it, It gives people more time with their families, less time on the road. And he said that's a win for the county. Well, Mount, Mount Julia is thriving, and so is Lebanon as well. And now we're going up to Montgomery County. Uh, so another county. Another county uh, that would also be near Robertson County, Dicker, Dixon County. Uh, yeah, and the list goes on. Davison County. So Montgomery County is where Clarksville is, and there's a company investing a lot of money uh, in the Clarksville region. Well, so they, they're investing some and could potentially be oh, they, yeah. investing a lot more. It's still the $200 million is a big uh, I mean, investment. Yeah. So the, this company, which is called Microvast Holdings Incorporated, uh, they are on the NASDAQ. They, they are a publicly traded company. Uh, they're already invested $220 million in Clarksville for uh, to make batteries for electric vehicles. Now they're weighing a second much larger investment that could route 700 jobs into that region. That region. So Microvast received, according to the Business Journal, a $200 million federal grant that will cover 40% of the cost of opening opening a manufacturing plant to make one layer of a lithium-ion battery. That layer it's called a separator. We're here in education time. It is a crucial buffer between the positive and negative components of a battery that allows ions oh. to flow back and forth. So now you know what they're making. And now, so they don't have explosions. <laughs> yeah, because I know you guys are very interested in that. Um, so this, the, the one that's already in existence in Clarksville, or the one that they're building right now, uh, the is making batteries for buses, trains, trucks, heavy commercial vehicles. The company pledged 290 jobs for that facility. Um the newly announced factory plans would be a separate facility, so it wouldn't be a part of that. Uh, it would be a $504 million investment. It would in- include company funding, federal funding, um, and uh, we don't know exactly if it would be on the same kind of plot of land or if they have it to go somewhere else. Uh, but it looks like Clarksville is one of two, I believe, if I, re- if I remember correctly, on the short list for Microvast building this new site for that little the little layer that goes between the positive and negative ions. I just want to talk about their uh, $220 million investment already into the Clarksville area. This is a 650,000 square foot building in Jeez. Clarksville, and it sits on <laughs> 85 acres. Wow. And the National Business Journal says it's unclear if they'll have enough room to build a different facility on that same land. Yeah, because that's huge. That's a huge. That's a huge <laughs> building. Uh, so they may be in a different area if Clarksville is the chosen city for this new plant. So uh, there's uh, uh, the, the Business Journal says another factor that could work in Clarksville's favor to win uh, this this new bid. The, the government says Microvast and General Motors uh, quote 
will combine complementary intellectual properties to create a specialized separator, unquote, uh, at the proposed factory. GM has wow. had a presence in greater Nashville for a long time, four decades, according to the Business Journal. The automaker is now producing all-electric Cadillac Lyric SUVs in Spring Hill and uh, is under construction on a $2.3 billion battery plant at so its campus there. I don't know how big that battery plant is. It's big. It's, we've it's seen it. We've, we've, we've seen it from yeah. the side. We drove by it and we're like, how long does this go? <laughs> and you're like, how many cornfields this, did this occupy? A lot. A lot. That's the question on my It's all they ate on the construction site. Is corn? It's corn. Tennessee corn? Yeah. That makes some Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good old day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So uh, let us know what, what your thoughts are on a lot of these manufacturing, the natural gas plant, the battery plants. And New Balance coming into Middle Tennessee. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day. For Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day, it's a great day to take a hike around Percy Warner Park, which is also connected to Eden Warner Park. They were brothers, if you did not know that. And this park is the largest Metro Nashville park. It's over 3,200 acres, I believe, with the two parks combined, maybe 3,300 acres. Uh, somebody comment below how big the Warner Parks are in Nashville, because I can't remember the acreage. Uh, but it's a beautiful area. The Nature Center is incredible if you really want to learn about some of the wildlife found in Middle Tennessee, some of the plants found here, and the hiking is great. Once you're done with that, go get lunch at Honey Fire Barbecue. Yes, so that, that, that is a fantastic tip. Uh, a lot of good coffee shops out in that area as well. I know Just Love is off Old Hickory Boulevard down in the Brentwood area. There's the well out uh, near that Honey Fire Barbecue. Lots of great options for a fall day here in Nashville. And we're going to be talking food a little bit later here on the episode with some food tips. But head to the any of the Warner Parks. There's a great nature center at, uh, is it Percy Warner Park that the nature center is at? It's in Edwin Warner. It's in Edwin Warner. Okay, I always, always confuse the two. And the They're maps. so close. They're right. It's just, yeah. it should be just Warner Parks in general. But go visit them and uh, have an incredible time there. That explores Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Caffeine. And some of the best caffeine that you can get is from our sponsor, Blessed Day Coffee. You need to head over to the website, use a code XPLRExplore20 at their website to take 20% off your order today. BlessedDayCoffee.com. We're going to throw this up real quick. This is the Tennessee Sunrise Blonde Rose. Mm, mm. And over the weekend, I did this as a drip coffee. I know because you, you uh, usually do the cold brew. Yeah, I do the cold brew or just the regular drip from the coffee pot. Okay. But I did a drip coffee with this one, so, you, you, and it, it was remarkable. You, you mean a pour-over? Yes, pour-over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're going to teach you these coffee yeah, terms. I got to Pour-over. Okay. Yeah? How was it in the pour-over? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> a pour-over brings out all the flavors that it, it you missed during a drip. All the flavors out. Yeah, it, it really does. It's like the, when the milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. This coffee that's brought what, me to the yard. That's what a pour-over does. 
for coffee. Yeah. So brings out all the flavors to the yards. It, it is incredible. So visit blessedaycoffee.com. Use code EXPLORE20 to take 20% off. And that is in our show notes. Uh, also free, uh, uh, I mentioned this, free delivery for you p- people in the Nashville area. So uh, if you need another bag of coffee or short or just want to try all this out, it's a, almost like those infomercials are like risk-free because you, so, you get so much here, 20% off and free delivery. So make sure you go ahead and check that out, blessedaycoffee.com. So speaking of coffee, one of the most famous coffee shops found in the Nashville market is a place called Barista Parlor. Uh, They have seven locations or so around Nashville. They also have one in the Nashville International Airport. And this was just announced on the Nashville Business Journal last week that they're going to be opening a 7,000-square-foot facility in the Wedgwood-Houston area. Yeah, pretty incredible. So uh, a little barista parlor news. This was before the pandemic. Barista parlor got a $50 million investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember exactly who did that investment. They, they've, they've made a lot of partnerships and stuff since then. They've announced a new uh, Louisville coffee shop with kind of one of the real estate partners that they uh, partnered with as soon as they made the announcement. They're going in the Paseo South area. So Barista Parlor has been moving and shaking here over the last few years significantly, just like a lot of other coffee shops. Um, but they, they're right now, they're headquartered in... Uh, uh, no, they're building their headquarters in the Vintage Millworks building. Um, and uh, this is in the Wedgwood, Houston neighborhood. A lot of things happening in that kind of May Hosiery area of Wedgwood, Houston. And like Stuart said, nearly 7,000 square feet. This will ins- include a small cafe in the front of this area. Um, and, but it said that, however, the main use will be for a roasting production, uh, green bean storage, and a full-scale bakery. They're, so- <laughs> they're calling it a croissantery. Oh. How Nashville of them. That's very croissantery. Cons- uh, a, a training lab and a cupping lab. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. Before we get into that, so, uh, Stuart, did we, Greg is, is, uh, he's sending us an image. Yeah, Greg is sending us the image from 517 Merritt Avenue in Wedgwood, Houston. So I believe this is the exact facility that Barista Parlor is going into. And as you can see, it's under construction. So maybe Greg took this at appropriate time when they're building this out. I'm not sure. Okay. But the National Business Journal said that they weren't starting build out until uh, January. Gotcha. So So, can we tell Greg to kind of move? Let's let's see what's in that area. Greg, that, That we have here. So... So do you remember that National Design Collective? So all those lighting companies. Uh, and okay, so this is sitting at the top of the hill. Yep, and in that, that Wedgwood mansion. Houston area. The yeah, the Merritt Mansion. It's on the other side of the street. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Greg can't it. find it. Greg is lost. <laughs> he lost himself. Everybody. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, I remember exactly what we're talking about. This is an interesting location. I, I'm almost. Well, more for the produ- production facility. This is better for parking. Yep. This is better for... This is just a very, very uh, relaxed area of Wedgwood, Houston, and not as crowded right well, now. So I, I kind of like this area. Wedgwood, Houston, I, I would say uh, probably within the next two years will be the coffee destination of Nashville. Ooh, that is an interesting, interesting statement. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it will, but I think it'll be close. You have Americano there. You yeah. have Humphrey Street. You have a, the other coffee shop that's in that church. Now you're going to have Barista Parlor. Uh, you have what's that, the one that's in the church? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. We've never gone, but it's in that church in Wedgwood, Houston. 
Uh, and oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Well in Rose Place. Uh, and then you have a few other places that serve coffee as well. Yeah. But I think it will become the premium coffee destination. Yeah. I don't even so. know if we should count East. East Nashville is so big. Gallatin it's is so, so long. It's so spread out compared to Wedgwood East. Yeah, yeah. Germantown may win that. Let us know what's your favorite coffee neighborhood. What do you think will be the best coffee neighborhood here in a bit? Downtown Nashville may qualify for that. Uh, so let, let's talk about what's in this. They're, they're going to be using this for their roasting production, um, which their green bean storage and uh, and their full scale bakery. And all of this right now is being done in their Golden Sound uh, facility in uh, Germantown or sorry, the Gulch, which is 500 square feet. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and they have to build this new and fast because their golden uh their Golden Sound location in the Gulf be a skyscraper. Is yeah, it's closing down next year, so they they have to get this up and running pretty soon. Uh, they're going to be adding uh, these education opportunities, such as the cupping lab. Uh, it's a, kind of a training lab uh, that'll continue education for barista parlor staff as well as their wholesale partners. Uh, th- this will be bean sampling, experimenting. Uh, they're also going to launch a one-on-one curriculum that anyone can sign up for. Uh, the goal with that is to share knowledge of coffee, uh, how they source, how they cup, uh, and how they you can learn about the profiles of different coffee. The classes will also include lessons on how to score and evaluate a cup of coffee and, quote, grow your palate. So that's going to be fun once that opens. Uh, so now let's talk about a restaurant that recently... They haven't closed yet. They're closing tomorrow. That's October 29th. Uh, but this is Sweet 16 oh, so, so Bakery. So today's the last day. Yeah, so today's Ooh. the last day. So head there right now if you're interested in supporting them. Uh, so this is Sweet 16th Bakery uh, in East Nashville. They're closing their doors tomorrow. This is a place that Stuart and I have not been here. So let us know your thoughts on it. Uh, this opened in 2004 off of North 16th Street. Uh, it was run by husband and wife team Dan and Ellen uh, Einstein, and uh, they opened that bakery in East Nashville uh, in 2004. Like I said earlier, and unfortunately, the uh, the husband Dan he was an award-winning record producer. He died in January after long illness at age 61, and uh, Ellen, the wife. Uh, according to News Channel 5, we read that article uh, a little bit ago before the show, said that it was kind of just time. It wasn't like a, they, a revenue thing. It was just kind of time for them to close. Uh, we Honestly, I don't know if we've heard too much about this bakery uh, just from uh, you know friends and stuff. So let us know your, your thoughts on this bakery. I'm sure it has a lot of good stories. Uh, we'd love to hear them if you can share them in the comments or just let us know. You can DM us on Instagram at xplr.nash and let us know your thoughts uh, about this place. So some other restaurants that opened recently, and we've talked about this one, but we'll probably be talking about this one a little bit more because uh, I think we're going to eat here quite a bit. Yep. Uh, but this is Cletus. Uh, they're opening, and they open in a real interesting area off of Elm Hill Pike. Uh, they serve these delicious smash burgers. We're going to give you more insightful information about that here uh, in the next few weeks. Um, I think we're going to make a video featuring some of their burgers because their burgers are that yeah. top notch. Yeah, for sure. While you're waiting, it's uh, just to give you a general uh, outline. It's uh, Smash Burgers. Mm-hmm. Signature Smash Burgers is kind of uh, the name of it. So very, very creative type 
uh, smash burgers, like the blueberry smash with bacon, blue cheese crumbles, and bourbon strawberry jam. It's delicious. And the Skippy Thai Yay with pepper jack, Thai peanut butter sauce, and cowboy candy. They I have don't sides. even know what cowboy candy is, but it sounds incredible. <laughs> sides include like pickle fries, fried mozzarella, truffle fries, cheesecake sundaes, and more. Uh, they've also, this is something, I don't know if it's new. We haven't really heard about this. Yet, but Cletus Burgers has partnered with People Loving Nashville to offer support for hungry and unhoused community members. The restaurant is closed on Mondays to allow staff and volunteer at various organizations uh, and to make uh, make and serve meals at People Loving Nashville. Well, that's nice. Yeah, very fancy. Uh, so if you're looking for the best pretzel in Nashville, uh, we had them as a pop-up truck uh, or a food truck that was going around town. And this is Fat Belly Pretzel. They're opening their bakery and deli uh, over on Gallatin Avenue in East Nashville. Their pretzels are fantastic. We did a food episode probably about two months ago. And on the thumbnail, if you go back into our archives, on the thumbnail, it has a photo of like this pretzel bun sandwich <laughs> that looks absolutely amazing. So yep. if you want to learn more about them, go check them out in East Nashville. And we mentioned the Donaldson and the Donaldson Plaza on yesterday's episode. A brand new restaurant that just opened in Donaldson is Edley's Barbecue. And we have a photo of their Instagram account. Uh, showing the new location in Donaldson. Fantastic. So this is their seventh location. Many more to come soon from Edley's as well. They've got a lot in the pipeline. Wow. Um, so they, they're they already open. They're, they opened Monday. Yeah, yeah which is incredible. They opened Monday this, this week. This so. is a 4,700-square-foot building. This is close to the train station, party foul. Um, and so this is going to be a very, very busy location. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited about that for, uh, for us to eat there soon. Yeah. Some of the comments, Oh my God, lunch. That was a, that was a good <laughs> comment. Uh, so this is an interesting thing and we thought this already happened, but I guess we were wrong. And so, uh, we are correcting ourselves now. This I don't even coming, know if we had talked about it. We, we did. We talked, did about, we? we talked about it in July, uh, of this year. And back then in July, it was anticipated that the Four Seasons Hotel uh, private residence was going to be opening in September, but they postponed Ye that. And now they are officially opening. This is from the Nashville Business Journal. All right. On November 1st. So, oh, they're, they're okay. so the same day they chose. Yeah. They chose the same day that we're switching our podcast over yeah. to the National Daily Podcast YouTube channel. How yeah. nice of them so you, you to celebrate to with us. Head to that YouTube channel and subscribe right now. That's a great way to celebrate with us. Uh, so the Four Seasons Hotel and private residence are opening on November 1st, and as, long w as well as its flagship offering. Is it Mimo? A Mimo. Restaurant Which I don't bar. Really, it's, uh, it's Italian. It's Italian. So apparently. Uh, so if you're excited about staying at the Four Seasons or if you just are like me and like to walk into hotel lobbies on November <laughs> 1st, you can do that at the Four Seasons Hotel. There you go. Uh, and so if you've ever wanted to uh, go to a blind barber, you now have the opportunity. Uh, a barber oh, shop. Like a, a barber that's blind. Well, so there's a barber shop with a hidden speakeasy coming to uh, Samara Roads, Paseo South Gulch. This is 2023. Uh, blind barber will occupy 3,300 square feet of the former downtown antique mall that's overlooking Eighth Avenue, so around that's going to be such an amazing area with Catbird Sea, yeah. Patterson House, and it's all. Be very kind of, it's going to feel 
much, I think, kind of like a mix between Germantown and the Gulch. Yeah, but it's kind of like what it's, it's feeling like. Own food destination. Yeah. Or drink destination. I think so. Uh, so the speakeasy is going to be 2,800 square feet. Uh, it's uh, hidden back behind a curtain in the barber Just shop. behind a curtain? Yeah, I know. Okay, come on. They they need to like, uh, they should have done like put a you in a mirror. chair. Yeah, that you sit that, in. That and chair and you it goes down. You slide backwards and slide. Yeah. You slide into this, and you have to do a backflip into it. Yeah, uh, it'll you serve have been a spy. Yeah, it'll serve craft cocktails and a small bites menu, um, and uh, so they they've already have this concept elsewhere. They were founded in New York City in 2010. Uh, as a neighborhood two-chain barber shop, its mission was to invite, invite everybody in, which is funny because that's the opposite of a speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's a very interesting uh, polar opposite situation there. Uh, today, Everyone's welcome here at this speakeasy. That we just to don't hidden. tell anybody about it. Yeah. Uh, today, the dual speakeasy and barbershop brand has locations in Chicago, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, in addition to their original spot in New York. So that building is already completely leased out. The thirteen thousand square feet of that building is already leased. There you go. The good thing wow. is, it's not. I, I bet before the the beginning of summer, all of that will be ready to go, and that building will be ready to walk into. And that a new barista parlor is going in that space as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. So let us know if you learned anything from this food and news. Uh, and I know that's the I weekend. did, and we prepped it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so next week, we're going to be reviewing our trip of Dollywood that we recently went on. So that's going to be really exciting because we oh, talked yeah. and we ate a lot about Dollywood. <laughs> we ate a yeah. lot. We were in Pigeon Forge. We were in Gatlinburg. We, we did a lot and uh, in a really, really incredible time during uh, this year in Tennessee. So stay tuned for that. We hope you have a great weekend. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord, and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.